Customer experience is so important. And how does that uh, relate to trying to project your brand to grow and future create? This is one of the biggest questions facing business today. And let me define brand correctly, because most folks don't know what a brand is. They think it's ads or something, or a great name or something. It is not. Brand, as Apple has demonstrated every second of every day for decades now, how you manage your customer's experience. So how you manage your customer's experience is your brand mechanism. It's what you do. It's how your brand operates and works. If you imagine Apple without the App Store, what do you got? Not a lot. And that's the key. The App Store, the way the App Store interacts almost every second with all the users of all the apps worldwide in real time and the information that's collected from that, which allows Apple to de-risk product development and product design. Apple makes plenty of mistakes, just it doesn't affect Apple the way it affects everyone else. You look at all the first generation smartphone makers, they made some mistakes and they're gone now. So what you have here is the pressing need on the information cost velocity curve to extend brand out over tens, maybe hundreds of billions of devices that have become nanoscale data centers, all cross-communicating off-cloud. The big question for an Apple, for example, is what role does an app store play off-cloud? How does that actually work? What are the mechanisms that must be put in place? And we know, for example, that Apple's brand power allows it to manage its supply chain in superior forms. All that customer information flowing goes directly into the order structure of the supply chain, the number of days of sales in inventory, days of sales and receivables. You add the two together, Apple runs around 25. You look at the big names of of the big brands in the past, like Panasonic, you're talking 60 to 90 days by comparison. Well, guess who no longer exists as a big global brand? <laughs> Panasonic. Apple, big, biggest company by value in the world. And it's all from this one simple thing. So how you <clears throat> extend your management of your customer experience over these tens of billions of nanoscale data centers is key to how your brand will operate and how you will be able to therefore monetize uh, the information surface you'll need to extend over all these things. It's going to be a make or break moment. I've repeatedly on these podcasts referred to the Sears Walmart moment. Sears went from the biggest retailer by sales in the world to zero. And over the same period, Walmart went from zero to the biggest company in the world by sales. The difference is being able to extend its brand over an inflating information surface, something that Sears never even thought of. We talked about Apple and, and uh, some things that maybe they need to do. You're, you're, you're waiting for your 27-inch uh, iMac to return, which uh, maybe they're looking at the customer data and they've got to maybe look at it a little bit differently. What's a company like Apple going to have to do 
to keep people coming back. The, the, I think the buying cycles of the phone have, have gone from maybe two to three years. How can Apple stay relevant uh, in the next five to 10 years? I think this is going to be one of the big questions um, the company will face. I suspect this is going to be a post-Tim Cook question. Uh, Cook has been there now for a very long time, and you know he may want to move on, retire, and so on. Um, for Apple, there are some advantages already in place, and whether or not they know how to use them, it's a big question. You have AirTags exist already, and they cross-communicate. So you've got the cross-communication between uh, all the AirTag devices, and that is the beginning of the new platform. The beginning of the new cross-communication device-to-device platform. Apple will have an opportunity with nanoscale data centers at edgeless fog scale to develop an entirely new generation of products in whole new sectors that no one has ever seen before. Now, one of the smart things Cook did was, and you can watch my tutorials on Apple, my video tutorials on future-creators.com, is to create a platform, a three-layered platform. You have the app membrane uh, in cyberspace. You have the app enablement membrane, which is the devices that enable apps, smartphones today, and so on. And you also have the app delivery membrane that connects the two. Now, Wi-Fi dominates that space today. But what this means is that Apple was able to move through a cycle, if you like, from markets of tens of billions, like the iPod and PCs, through to markets of hundreds of billions, like the iPhone. And now it's moving into the markets of trillions, like automotive, healthcare, and banking. So Apple could, in theory, layer any number of devices and apps onto this space and have them cross-communicate uh, airdrop and AirTag style and open up staggering new markets. Now, will Apple do that? Does Apple understand what this is and what it implies? Does it understand the benefits of its existing structure and how it could leverage that? Honestly, I don't know. And I've never seen or heard anything that suggests that it does, but it may. For more on our extensive coverage at Apple and the Endless Fog, visit us at future-creators.com or tune in to one of our over 200 episodes at futurecreators.simplecast.com. Thanks, Francis. Thanks, Robert.